131873 if you'd like to join us or you can send us a note online 2gb.com 4bc.com.au Craig has emailed in saying girls ScoMo could rescue a kitten from a burning tree and still be criticised it's the world we live in people love to whinge Rob in Menai saying hi ladies I'd want a Prime Minister like Tony Abbott was we'll get back to more of your calls on that in just a moment but first we want to cross to Rural Fire Service headquarters in Western Sydney the Deputy Commissioner of the New South Wales Rural Fire Service Rob Rogers is on the line Rob thank you so much for your time Time. This has got to be one of your busiest days as you deal with the recovery and also preparation for another round of fires. Yeah, good afternoon. Look, uh, yeah, it is really busy. Look, lucky we've got a lot of agencies, the police and support agencies that are all coming together in regard to the recovery, uh, which takes, certainly takes the pressure off us as a fire agency. But look, we've uh, got a lot of work to do ahead of this really bad weather on Saturday. And uh, I don't think it's fair to say that uh, there's a large area of New South Wales that we're quite concerned about on Saturday, and that still includes Sydney. Some of the the comments that I've read from you over the past hour or so are really a, a blood curdling. They, they, they make you really terrified. You know, you're saying that you could have ten thousand firefighters, and it it won't help because they can't get access. So people just need to understand that they got to get out before Saturday. Well, they do. And, and look, we get all these people telling us we should be bringing more planes, we should be bringing more firefighters, we shouldn't be lighting backburns, we shouldn't... You know what I mean? And, and, and at the end of the day, the firefighters on the ground have been... Uh, a lot of them are managing the fires for decades and they're using tried-and-true methods to do things. But in these drought conditions, sometimes it's just not working. And, and we, we saw on Saturday we had... Um, Fires moved quicker um, before 6 a.m. than we thought they'd get to by about midday. Yeah. They just we were we were losing property at 3:30 in the morning. We were having people calling saying, you know, there was fire and they're burning, you know, their house at that time. And that's not normally the time you see those sort of things happen. It's normally after lunch in the afternoon. That's when those fires really become their most dangerous. But this was happening uh, at that time in the morning. So we are very concerned. We're very concerned that the conditions forecast for Saturday could be worse than New Year's Eve. Um, we've now, apart from all those fires down the south, we've now had uh, a large number of new fires to the west. So in Kosciuszko, um, areas uh, like Batlow, we're very concerned about. Uh, a lot of uh, tourists in those areas, a lot of residents in those areas we're going to be having some tough discussions with uh, this afternoon. Um, so, And also, I'd just say those fires in Sydney that um, have caused a lot of problems, uh, the Green Waddle fire that impacted those areas like Balmoral, so that fire broke containment lines to the north yesterday and uh, firefighters are working hard to try and get a level of containment on that before the weekend. Or if not, that fire could end up are moving towards Penrith. We've also got the Grace Valley fire that uh, came from the Gospers Mountain fire uh, towards the Blue Mountains communities. Uh, now that fire broke containment lines also yesterday, so crews are trying to get containment on that again ahead of Saturday. So we've just got this, uh, unfortunately, this perfect storm sort of scenario that uh, we've got, got so many fires um, and, uh, you know, we're just, we're just not going to be able to protect every community. So that's why we're saying to people that they need to get out of the way of these fires. The tourist leave notice, have you issued one of those in recent years? I've, I haven't heard of one of these for such a big area before. No, no, not. Look, I've been doing this for 40 years. I've never heard of it. We, we, I don't recall this ever happening before, uh, certainly not in the strong language that we're using. 
Uh, and I've got to say, I, I thank each and every one of them because people are taking it seriously. Those roads now that have been open, um, there is cars leaving in a constant stream from those areas. So I really genuinely thank the people for taking that seriously. And it's much better, just from, not from just a fire point of view, but those communities are doing it tough with power and supplies and, uh, you know, to deal with their own residents. And the best thing is to get the, the uh, tourists out of the area. We're also talking to people in... Um, the Snowy Mountains in uh, places like Jindamine, um, getting tourists out of those areas as well. Um, so it's not just going to be there. We're talking to uh, large parts of the southern part of the state that um, we're certainly going to be getting tourists out and in some cases we're going to be telling residents to get out. With the Kosciuszko fires, obviously at the moment they're, they're further down, I guess, in the to the west of where we think of as the Snowy Mountains, but you're now talking about towns like Threadbow, which are in the middle of a national park. How? What are you going to do? Are you going to evacuate Threadbow? Are you, I know there are already evacuation centres in Jindabyne. Are you getting everyone out of areas like Calcite and Cancobin? What are you doing down there? Certainly the more isolated areas, uh, unless they're really easy, defendable, and they've got a lot of cleared area around them, uh, we're going to probably be saying to people, if you don't leave now, you're going to be stuck there for potentially some days because, you know, if roads are cut by trees, then we can't guarantee that we can get people out straight away. There's other areas like Batlow where we're going to say that, look, we, we're not comfortable with, because it's got pine plantation on, on three sides of the town, um, so we're quite concerned about uh, that we don't think we can defend that town. So we're going to be suggesting that residents probably do you know, need to leave those areas. So, uh, And there's a lot of people live in that surrounding area. So, look, it's, it's pretty severe consequences for people, and we know that, but um, our focus right now is simply on life. Rob, you said you've done this, was it 40 years? Yeah, correct. Is this the worst you've ever seen it? Absolutely, without a doubt. Um, I don't even have to think about it. It is absolutely the worst I've ever seen. Well, we're thinking of you and, and particularly given the funeral of Jeff Keaton today and the others to come, and we thank you so very much for your, for your time. Just before we let you go, what can the people of Australia do to, uh, to help you guys now, to assist you in what you're doing? I think the best thing they could do is just make sure they're not in, in front of one of these fires on Saturday. Just make sure you go. I mean, for those people down the south coast who live there, then if you're still in a fire path and the area hasn't burnt already around you, go into an area that's already burnt. You know, go to a town, you know, people, places like Bateman's Bay that have already had fire around it, they're not going to burn again. So, you know, they become quite safe for people to go. And that's sort of some of the things we'll be talking to residents about later on tonight um, with those affected communities. We just wanted to focus on those tourists first. And now we're going to be starting having those conversations with those local communities about what actions they should take for Saturday. And just for our listeners on 2GB and also in the Central West, that would apply to some areas, for example, near Windsor, near Mulgoa, the Blue Mountains. I'm guessing you just want everyone to go and spend the day at Westfield and get out of there. Well, I think for those places that, you know, if they don't have a fire, then obviously avoid being in uh, areas that may be vulnerable. Um, but look, if they don't have a fire, we're not, unless it gets to, you know, absolute catastrophic level, we're not suggesting everybody leave those broad areas if they don't have a fire. But if they do have a fire, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Just do not be. You, you just need to plan to make sure you're not somewhere that you could be in the path of one of these fires on Saturday because um, these fires are moving so quickly and, as we've unfortunately seen, they're deadly. Okay, Rob Rogers, thank you so much for your time. Best wishes to you and your entire team this afternoon.
Thank you very much for the support. That's Rob Rogers, Deputy New South Wales Rural Fire Service Commissioner there. Up next, we'll get a very quick update from the Transport Management Centre on the road situation in southern New South Wales.